This Week in Retronauts, we offer you the best version of Donkey Kong. statement no yes. not, not really that's, okay. that's pretty the best uh, home version of Donkey the best Kong. home right. version sure yeah. that would be the controversial statement but what about the nes version that was hacked to have the pie factory yeah the, the <laughs> hack maybe okay. that was recent right it was recent it's a new yeah. release yeah. why didn't we get that here hi uh, everyone it's a retronauts we're live in the studio and i hope to god that you're watching us broadcast because if not this whole thing is a big waste uh anyway i am your host jeremy Parrish, as usual and um this week, 1UP was bought by IGN, and I'm taking advantage of this newfound synergy to get some extra hosts or uh, guests or whoever the hell Host-gets. in the office. Yes. Ghosts. Guest ghosts. Hosts. I like that, ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, of course, here this week as well is sometimes regular Scott Sharkey. Yep. The Sharkster. Hooray. Say Don't, hi. Oh, God. Don't ever call me that. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that you, could stick. You could, you could call him Metal Shark Player, though. Oh, God. Oh, I like that. And then on the other side of the table, you know, we do have the line of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like the Mason yeah. Dixon line established, but we do have some friends from IGN. We introduce, introduce yourselves, okay. gentlemen. I'm Sam Claiborne. I uh, work for IGN. I'm an editor. I work in the guides department. And I'm the Internet Scott Bromley. Internet Scott Bromley, you need to turn your mic. Turn my mic. I'm just afraid because I know I'm so loud. And it's, the, it's, the Internet <laughs> hates when I, I can, when I yell. I can, I can pot you down. Oh, okay. What are you, number three? I don't know. Four. You're going to pop me down. Ooh. Yeah, now you're really quiet. There, yeah, there we Take go. that. Just leave it like there that. There we go, baby. All right. We're so, honored to be on yes. the, the first crossover podcast. It's I'm like Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, we need, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, George Perez to do a cover. Oh, I thought you were going to say the little floating guy in the crossover of the Flintstones. Uh, oh, oh uh, the great like Gazoo. Yeah, Gazoo. I, just, I just come in and go, hello, dum-dum. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I was thinking it was more West Side Story. <laughs> no, that's, that's more like CNET. That. Oh right, that's true. They oh, were on the same true. street. Yeah, so, well, you yeah. know, you remember when I did we were the, talking um, about yeah the Mario. You did the Mario uh, Mario song. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I, we should, I we should a, have done the whole production. Well, I did. A, I did a blog post about the the Nets versus the Sharkies. Oh, so oh, when you're right. a Sharky, you're a Sharky second, all the way. Yeah, Second Street Story. Did <laughs> you smoke cigarettes and play video games all day yeah. or something like that? <laughs> anyway. Little known fact: we all do work on Second Street, and we do. And okay. that's what makes it funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I've asked these two fine gentlemen here today because uh, they know about the ColecoVision, and that's our topic of the day. And uh, Ed, we've just been dying to be on Retronauts. Cops are after you. Yeah, I know. They followed right. us over. Flatfoot. Yep. Well, we're glad to have found somebody who actually remembers a ColecoVision besides me, because I'm yeah. pretty hazy. I, uh, I, play, I owned a ColecoVision. I played it, but my family was poor, and we could only afford, like, three or four games for it. I, I would... Um, they were expensive. Yep. Yeah, they were. Well, you know, we we bought our ColecoVision after the uh, the U.S. gaming market crashed, mm-hmm. so it was probably like 1985, and it was on clearance sale. I'm sure my parents got that the ColecoVision and the Coleco Atom for some ridiculously cheap money. So uh, you cheap, cheap price at yeah at, at KB Toys, and mm-hmm. it you was definitely just like a set. you definitely got a Cabbage Patch Kid with it. Then. We did not get a Cabbage Patch. <laughs> no, the was cabbage this before patch? the Great Cabbage Patch Crash? No, no it was, this was we were talking, cabbage yeah, patch. We were talking about on the way over here, uh, ColecoVision had this whole advertising campaign for the Atom mm-hmm. that 
I think it was in the it was in the tail end of the atom because they're like, holy, we're not going to be able to get rid of any of these. So what do we mm-hmm. do? Let's cash in on the Cabbage Patch Kids, which they also over manufactured. They did, and this is what happens with the overstock. And this was the Christmas where people were buying them for a hundred dollars. No, this was the Christmas when this they was... were buying them for ten dollars. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this was after the Cabbage Patch craze. So the, there was a commercial, a little girl coming in to her dad, like, "Hey, Dad, can we get a ColecoVision and a Cabbage Patch Kid? It comes with a free copy of Burger Time for Billy and a Cabbage Patch Kid for me, and you can do your finances." <laughs> Like, mom can keep her recipes. This yeah. child's been working on her pitch. Yeah, yeah she was working on her pitch. <laughs> so, and it uh, worked. so to give a little a little context for this, the ColecoVision was one of the uh, the American uh, U.S. developed systems released mm. kind of in the golden age of video games back in 1982, I believe. A brief crossover of, yeah. of not only like super arcades, but actually home consoles. Right. It was yeah, kind well, of yeah. meant to be a competitor to the Atari VCS and the Mattel and Television. It was the, the third pillar, so to speak. It was... <laughs> Uh, published by or d- d- manufactured and distributed by uh, Coleco, which Coleco. was a leather company. Yes, the Connecticut, Connecticut leather, leather company. They made shoe leather. Yep, that was that was S&M. Their and then and then they made above ground pools in the sixties. Really? Yeah. They, Were they called Coleco? Yeah, they were still Two called pools? Coleco. But oh, I yeah, Coleco. they made kiddie so pools, bad. above ground pools. It was oh, a, that is great. That was Out thing. of leather. Uh, yes. I wish. <laughs> it was it was, uh, was Scotch guarded. You had to Scotch guarded every time. It you was pork it. belly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> stretched but, out. Uh, but so, every every um, so the uh, the ColecoVision was actually uh, a much more powerful system than the uh, the Atari and the Intellivision. Uh, you could immediately was, tell yeah. too, like yeah. it had more colors. Like it looked yeah. great. Well, it had the same uh, processor and graphics chip as the uh, the uh, MSX. Well, it actually. was it was also very similar to and the, the and the Sega SC one thousand SG one thousand that thing. It was the essentially the same chips. So yeah, I mean, the I'd, sound chip was different, mm-hmm. but other than that, it was identical. Uh, and then the uh, the Coleco Atom was okay. So so Coleco had this crazy idea of taking this console and then expanding it with expansion mm-hmm. modules. Mm-hmm. So the, I think the first the one, first one was the Atari. Yeah, one. let you play yeah. Atari twenty six hundred games on it, which pissed off Atari. Yeah, but, and they sued them. But but the thing is, Atari twenty six hundred was made, made out of off the shelf parts. So. so there was no there was no patent on it. So Atari was like. Kind of powerless to change the fact. They that actually made an outright clone too. Oh yeah. Further down the road, yeah, it was just awesome. it was Atari. It was always depressing to see people playing Atari games on a Coleco though, because you just <laughs> you're just reminded of how crummy the Atari looked compared to the Coleco. Yeah. But it was a I love the like, wood grade. That was classy. Pac-Man but that was the Atari only way to play Pac-Man on Coleco. Like, yeah. 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 ColecoVision didn't have Pac-Man. That was back when uh, arcade ports were kind of exclusive, and that was the the big they selling were totally point. Totally exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like the big Coleco selling point for the ColecoVision. For all the stupid that... things Coleco did over the years and the enormous fortunes they lost repeatedly, they 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 were really smart with that. Actually, just going after anybody who wasn't locked into an exclusivity mm-hmm. thing with Atari, mm-hmm. and that was Nintendo. Yeah, they if had by far the best looking version of Donkey Kong that was available at the time. It, it wasn't quite yeah. arcade perfect, but it's it was really close. Really yeah. nice, and the. Um, but the Atom version and a few other ones too. Yeah, they were also did they like change spot it for on. Adam? If I'm not mistaken, the Adam version actually had all four levels. I I could be wrong on that, and I'm sure someone angrily will call us. So that would be the the best version, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the okay. So anyway, the Atom was another one of those expansion modules that built off the uh, the. ColecoVision itself as the kind of the core of the system, but it was a full computer. with a keyboard and yeah. yeah well, the had, idea was that computers were more respectable and it you had know, a yeah. computer keyboard. It had a, a disk drive, or in my case, a tape cassette. It drive. was a tape drive. Yeah, mm-hmm. you this is all like Trojan oh. horse decoration to like get get a D- game yeah. system yeah. in your house. Yes. like the robot, like the ROB. But I mean, I used it as a t- touch typing tutor, and I still remember the damn song that played whenever you finished a lesson. Are that, you a good typer is, now? Uh, not because of that, actually. Good I words per minute from Coleco. <laughs> Thanks, Coleco. I didn't learn to type until many years later, actually. Um, but I did. I did remember that song, or 
Was the keyboard like totally funky? Like some of the old. No, no, no. It was a good keyboard. Yeah, Yeah, it was you know like not IBM Selectric quality. The fact that they actually made anything ergonomic is amazing because that was that was on the list of Mm -hmm. like shittiest controllers. I just remember. I remember the Atom keyboard being really loud. It was. It was like, but I, I like that. Clacking. Yeah, I like it too. had a nice tactile response to it. I it love was, that. It was a good so you hooked all that up to a television, then. right? Oh, mm-hmm. but that's not all. Wait, there's more. Oh, right. You also had a printer, and in, in, if you paid a lot, you could get the dot matrix printer. But if you were cheap, you, you got the daisy wheel. Oh right. man! Oh, wow. And there was nothing more fun. Let me tell you, I would I would draw images on the uh, the Atom Paint program with with the with controller, the, yeah. right? Which was like this weird knob thing, and it had buttons on both sides, so you squeezed, it, and then it had a membrane keypad. I would uh, draw pictures in the art program, and then I would print them out on the dot matrix or the Daisy Wheel printer, and it would use like different letters to represent uh, pixels of different like. The Wait, did ASCII art of what you drew? Uh, it wasn't. Ju- yeah, it was like wow. basically gigantic ASCII art, <laughs> like printing That's out really cool. printing out a full screen image. You know, just a full yeah. screen image was probably like two fifty six by one ninety or something. Um, that would take like eight sheets of, of uh, eight and a half oh by eleven paper, and it would take about half an hour to print out. Yeah, I was that say. entire time, it would just be <laughs> so loud. It would just dominate our entire house for half an hour. They but made parents, so many. My add-ons. parents were very patient about it. God. Well, they were actually going to make a like a like a qualipad sort of thing for it oh, at yeah? one point, and they I don't I don't know if they did or not, but that that was something that was in the works. Well, there were a few things that they were design they had designed for it, and well, they had that released. steering wheel thing that they did make. I had that. You had. Yeah. I had that. Yeah. And that that had pedals and everything. It had pedals yeah. and everything. But there yeah. were like three games you could play with that, right? Uh-huh. It was like the pack in, and then I think there was a Dukes of Hazard game. I, and I, that was, I, oh, you're wish, kidding me. If there was a Dukes if there was a Dukes of Hazard game for that for that wheel, I wish I had it. Again, yeah, it may so, not have come out because the other thing this thing was yeah. notorious for was was vaporware. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. th- th- there were no less than fifty games that were advertised in magazines and on the sides of boxes and shit that just never came out. Yeah. Well, and that's so, not that's not really Coleco's fault. It, it, no, it had the poor fortune to release the uh, <clears throat> the Coleco Vision about a year before the U.S. market just cratered. Yeah. and all of a sudden at the end of 1983, crap. We haven't How been recording any this? of this. Uh, no, we are recording it, but oh, okay. it told me that the disc is too slow to write. Uh, so there's probably going to be a weird glitch in there. Anyway, um, we were talking about peripherals. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, just well, the we were talking about peripherals the, uh, and the vaporware yeah, and the, and the yeah. bad. Did you guys ever have the, the track the, the trackball? No, no I it heard was cool. That. It has a good name. It's called the uh, roller controller. Yeah, no, oh, it's, right. it's really neat. It, it has like a nice, like white, like centipede, like trackball. But was, you know, they couldn't. Did centipede actually they come? Came, they could, it was Atari. They couldn't. Uh, they couldn't. They, so they put out a game that shipped with it, and it's called Slither. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's just oh, that was a snake game. Yeah, yeah, you're shooting a, snakes, multiple snakes, multiple snakes one in one. in the desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really cool. It has like mushrooms in the background. It looks like a wily coyote like types like setup. It's like and like when you see it, it like it looks gorgeous. But it's more like millipede. You know, it's. And it's it's no centipede. I'll, yeah. I'll say that. I don't think I can't even imagine what other uses a trackball would have aside from just that game. There weren't too many. Just that game. Yeah. Well, so there, Scott, and then there was that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <clears throat> uh, I, I was going to say, Scott, you owned a, a, a ColecoVision, yeah, but I, not an Atom. I I did not own an Atom. I owned a ColecoVision. I don't know how I came into possession of it as a child. It just showed up one day. <laughs> uh, the box the, of Star Wars toys. Yeah, it was. It was like it was 1980. Five or something. I was mm-hmm. I was five. So it was lawn sale or cousins or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. Mm-hmm. And it came with all of that crap. And I was like, oh well, all right. We're gonna play some games now. We're gonna play some. We're gonna play some Donkey Kong, and it's gonna look better than the twenty six hundred version, which was just the worst. Of course, by then, yeah. all your friends are you know. Well, nineteen eighty five. Nobody wanted to play Burger Time. Nobody wanted to play yeah. Burger Time. Nobody cared. Everyone wanted to just go outside and actually have fun. And so you, uh, uh, play you, with their garbage patch kids. Yeah. By not having an Adam, you missed out on Buck Rogers' Planet of Zoom. Oh. I played that game. That game was on multiple systems. 
That's really cool. Yeah, where that's not acceptable. Really nice. I played that thing emulated. I want to believe that was that memory is exclusive to me. Damn it! It was kind of going down a trench, sort of. Yeah, yeah. It was basically like Death Star trench run. Yeah, there's a trench in here. Oh man, that game is really pretty. Yeah, it was it was really crazy for the time. I mean, I I actually recently saw the the original arcade game. I guess this year at PAX East, and I was like, wait a minute. My memories are all live. This doesn't. I mean, the the ColecoVision version didn't look nearly as good as this really cool sit down arcade cabinet. Hmm. It has some kind of uh, like fancy digital effect on it. Did, like was the, the uh, cabinet like dedicated? Was it yeah, art? it was a oh, dedicated yeah. sit down oh, cabinet. Man, I've never and, seen that. Uh, I haven't either. The uh, the score readout is like a separate digital display from Whoa. the screen. Oh, mm-hmm. cool! Like pinball. Yeah, yeah that's basically. Really cool. It's really it's a really interesting game. But I mean, I still had a hell of a lot of fun playing that on on. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, twenty nine. Uh, sorry, ColecoVision, and mm-hmm. that and uh, Zaxxon. I had yeah, the, the yeah. And we were just talking about that before the podcast. It just looked gorgeous. It was it was almost yeah. spot on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I a really nice symmetric, that like three D looking game. That I mean, mm-hmm. no other system was doing stuff like no. that. And Scott and I have a special place in our hearts for a game called Ladybug. We yes, both, oh, yeah. we, we both have a Ladybug. We both own machine. Ladybug cabinets, <laughs> but the port on Coleco is really really nice. It, it has good sound. It's fun to play, and uh, your little sister will love it. <laughs> that was actually that girl's selling point actually, in my, her pitch to her my father. My little sister loves Galaga. Really? Oh, wow. And uh, Final Fantasy XII. Galaga a lot. But she, my girlfriend's a big Ladybug player, I'll tell you that. She's yeah. just trying to do Twin Galaxies with it right now. She's yeah. very cute. She's amazing. Um, but the, Well, thank you, Scott. Oh, well, you're welcome. <laughs> there, were, there were some weird variations on the hardware, too. I remember the one I had was the uh, the, the, the Dyna 2-in-1. Which I think I think Telstar made that. It was after yeah, yeah, Coleco yeah. went to hell and they split up all their assets. I think is how they acquired was that, that. Like and, a combined ColecoVision and a yeah, with the Atari thing, it had two cartridge slots. It was actually really small and it was white plastic and it used uh, oh, D pad. Really? Con- yeah, it yeah, used yeah. D pad controllers instead of uh, that shitty joystick. Wow. And the thing is, it only had uh, one set of numeric keys built onto the unit instead of onto the controller. So if you had a two player game which used both sets, you couldn't play it. But then again, by the time I got it, it was practically and if you had 1990. To play one player, so you would have to hold the console. No, you just have to reach over and press the buttons on that instead. So, but yeah, you never brought like another friend over to play ColecoVision in your house in 1990. That was just, I don't want to admit I was that much of a loser. But yeah, that, that was pretty neat. And I, they, I can't remember, they changed the name to it when they manufactured it later. But yeah, it was Mis- strange. I remember a good one, it was Mr. Do, which is yep. one of oh, yeah. was one I had. the same company that made Ladybug Universal. They, 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 so they that got some kind of exclusivity game. thing with it. Well, on, in the arcade, it's you know a clown, you're shooting a ball around. It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But on, 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 on Rico, <laughs> you look like a, a rabbit or like a clan member or something. You can't tell what it is. It's like this guy with this long white Maybe he hat. is a rabbit that yeah. is a clan member. <laughs> That's what it is. A racist rabbit. Mm-hmm. The Trick's rabbit finally went over the edge. Mm-hmm. Mr. Do. <laughs> He's a, he's oh, and they had that weird, like, boxing glove-looking controller. Uh, the trigger buttons? Yep. We were I talking about that. Yeah, I, had never, I had never heard of that. I, I had never heard of that. I t- I Sam had never, before the podcast, Sam was like, oh, we're going to do Coleco. I said, oh, cool, we can talk about the, the weirdest controller that I had. And it, it was like a it was new strange. Nintendo it was controller. Strange. Like, if it, Nintendo put that out now, I'd be like, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was this controller that you that had, it, like, an arcade joystick on top. And you grabbed it like like boxing gloves, and they had the four. Or like the thing inside. they used the the older brothers working out with in the Goonies. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was one of those. Like the spring in between, yeah. and it yeah. had the the four buttons inside. It was awesome. I, I liked using it probably. Well, because anything it was, was a step up from that controller. So. It, it was. It was. I love that little mushroom. Uh, no, yeah. you don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was the prettiest controller. That's why I always used it. It had a big red Japanese joystick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like the top. it was. Yeah. There was it no was the arcade at home with anything like no, that. No. Like I feel sad that I missed out on that. Yeah. Thing. It was the arcade at home. 
It really was. Except that, I bet you'd have to really like hold your hand steady to. Like, not really. It was it was really kind of loose. Wow. And it was not loose in the fifty two hundred way where it wouldn't correct itself. Right. But, yeah. But when we God, <laughs> rubber bands. You could fix that with rubber bands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did we know that? And when we were seven years old, actually, yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't. Wow. That was one of those Usenet. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we're running kind of late, so oh, right. we, we were yeah we were uh, yeah we were all over People. at IGN today figuring out how they're going to divide and, and conquer us. Um, so uh, anyway, we finished with those meetings, and we are a little late, but we are going to take calls now. Hopefully, there are still people out there who want to call. I push this button. Correct. Push the left button to take right. a call, and the right button to drop it. First, all right. we don't have a ringer then. Oh, do I need yeah, to turn that? Uh oh. Oh, we got somebody. Oh, we got someone. Someone. Uh, what? What the hell? Has somebody been on the line the whole time? Oh, do I have to drop it? No, don't, don't. No, there's somebody on the line. Turn it up so we no, can hear him. No. Yeah, there's a dude. What? What the hell? He's Hello? pleading for us not to drop him. Drop him. Drop him. Uh, I promise not to kill you. Who is this? Don't drop me. <laughs> I want to ask questions. Oh, let's okay. hear him. Okay. Uh, wait. Introduce yourself first. Okay, I'm Aaron from New Zealand. Okay, Aaron from New Zealand. Cool. What's up? Did you own a ColecoVision? Yeah. Oh. No, I don't think they were released over here. Oh, I was wondering about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, a good point. I remember the NES was released until like 1988, and even then it was the launch title, so we never got Rob or anything. Ah, oh, and there, yeah. there they called it the New Zealand Entertainment System. <laughs> NZES just doesn't quite have the same punch. <laughs> uh, so, so why have um, you, uh, from a from a land that never knew ColecoVision, chosen to call into a ColecoVision podcast? Well, I'm just wondering about the controller. Mm-hmm. Not so much the hardware aspect of it, but the design. Like, is that just shows lack of evolution, or was it actually something? If you could go back in time and had to redo it all over again, would you use a more traditional controller, or do you think that controller actually had a purpose for the system, considering the graphical hardware and everything? Um, well, I think what they were trying to do with the ColecoVision controller was basically uh, totally rip off Intellivision, yeah, but, yep. make, but make a controller that was a little less crappy, so instead of giving you that stupid control disc, they actually gave you something that looked like the control disc, but was in fact a control... You know, well, I think a, that a control disc knob. works pretty well sometimes. Yep. Really? Though, yeah, I've, never, I've never liked the Intellivision. Like, like I, 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 I mm. do really well on Intellivision Burger Time with yeah. the disc. Yeah, is, it because you, is it because you... Like an S controller, is I it because it you punish yourself until you finally learn to use it correctly? I think so. Yeah, okay. Plus, yeah. I like the little gels you slide in. I mean, I think that's... Oh, yeah, those little inserts. But I think the Coleco controller, like, the whole point was to be like, you can't play games with this, you gotta buy more controllers. That probably works. Yeah, they sold a lot, too. But they even actually at one point, where t- or apparently this was something they prototype and never mass produced, they had one that had a force feedback involved in it. It, uh, it actually like rumbled a little wow. bit, and this was God, nineteen eighty six, eighty seven. Huh. Yeah, but Whoa. I think I think part of the problem is <laughs> no, that wait, they stopped once they stopped doing it at that point. I think it was for the Atom. But I, I think part of the problem is that until the NES sort of standardized the uh, the control pad style with a D pad or something similar, and then buttons side by side with that, something you hold in your hands really kind of conveniently as a flat item or flat object, no one really knew what controllers should be like. They all, you know, everything was kind of built around the arcade experience, and they wanted to bring home uh, an arcade-style controller, but, you know, they weren't really sure how well, to Well, and arcade games all well. had very different controllers. Right, yeah. like a mm-hmm. big attraction in 1983 was a wacky controller on mm-hmm. an arcade yeah. game. Mm-hmm. I mean, by that point, you had to. So, I mean, I, I don't think that it was necessarily an evolutionary controller, but at the same time, I don't, I don't resent them for making such a stupid controller because... They were just kind of trying to figure it out like everyone else, and there wasn't a really clear answer. It makes the games yeah. easy to port to a smartphone now. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. 
<laughs> they were thinking ahead. Yep. All right, thanks well, for calling. You're dropped. Me, so Cheers, yeah. mate. All right. <laughs> I wonder if he was on the line the whole time. That was strange. Oh, no, that oh. was the ghost call. Oh, there's a ghost call? Hello. Oh, no, that wasn't uh, that a was ghost not. call. He's a ghost! Uh, are, you a, are, you, are you a Ooh, ghost? I got you. Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I was seen by Pac-Man just recently. Kind of hurt. Those are monsters, oh, not ghosts. Yeah. But anyway, go on. <laughs> Who is the naked monsters? <laughs> anyway, this is uh, Garrick from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yet another Midwest Retronauts fan. Yeah, I lived very close to Grand Rapids for a while, and I really hated being in Michigan. So yeah. I hated Grand Rapids so much. You feel my, the zeal. You have my deepest sympathy. No, that was the last caller. He was from New Zealand. No, no, Zealand, <laughs> yeah, Michigan. It's crazy. It's Actually, near Grand, Grand Rapids. Rapids starting to get kind of cool. We got like uh, barcades and the bar that makes fun of Amway called the Pyramid Scheme. All kinds of crazy stuff <laughs> yeah. happened. Wow. You know, you know, Grand Rapids become reasons. so happening. There's a record store there called Radio Kilroy back in the day I really liked. And I got really I got really drunk at a bar in Holland, Michigan. <laughs> Holland, <laughs> Holland. Both of our girlfriends are from <laughs> Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, okay. We have that hmm. connection. Man, crazy the mitten representing. Awesome. Um, oh, so, I had an ex from KZU. Yeah, me too. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Kalamazoo women love video game writers. Yeah, apparently. yeah. Um, I'm sorry, they don't love them in your case. Go ahead, um, and, caller. I'm sorry. Uh, we're just really being quick, stupid. weird Kalamazoo um, trivia with video games. Kalamazoo is one of the cities featured in the first Rampage. Oh, oh, really? Oh, really? I guess so. Yeah, I was playing through it years ago. And Kalamazoo like, well, doesn't Kalamazoo have enough Michigan buildings what? to knock down. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, it didn't look. It wasn't accurate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> they don't even send a tag uh, for that one. I, uh, that was kind of my system growing up. I'm 32, so my dad picked mm. it up when it was new, and that's kind of what I learned on. And I got a couple really cool facts to share with you guys that you might find interesting. Facts. Fact one. Okay, yeah. but make them interesting, because if they're not, we're totally dropping. <laughs> I have fingers on the button. I'm, I'm just going to give Scott a, a I, slash throat motion. <laughs> my hand is on the butt. It's hovering. So, okay, so make first, it awesome. Pick the best one. First, my dad had a weird bootlegger thing for it that used cassette tapes. Oh. That's, uh, did you have the Coleco Atom, or just the Coleco version? Uh, no, it was... Straight up Coleco because we also had the Atari Twenty Six Hundred converter and all that kind of stuff. And it was a big, like, uh, reminded me of like this uh, Master System adapter for the Genesis. The thing kind of sat on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you kind of, I don't know if some guy just made it himself with way too much time. Where would you guys get the tapes? What's that? Who who would like make the tapes for you? Because that means you would have to rip one game onto tape somehow. I mean, you'd have to I, make this I don't tapes. remember. That's crazy. I don't. I was really young. One tape had a whole bunch of non-playable demos on it, like what? Um, what? variations of Clown and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, I had it. no idea that there was a ColecoVision underground scene. That's crazy. Yeah. In Kalamazoo. Well, it sounds like In it was Kalamazoo. lost. Hey, South Indiana had a huge underground Amiga bootlegging scene. Well, sure, Amiga. Yeah. <laughs> Amiga was a big deal, but ColecoVision? Yeah. Well, ColecoVision, yeah, they sold many, friend, many millions so of units. Yeah, he borrowed it from a friend for a couple weeks, so we never actually, you know, figured out anything more than, hey, here's what you can play with it. Hmm. But the other interesting fact I discovered is that when you plug the ColecoVision controllers into a Commodore 64, oh, right. the, mm-hmm. what would be the right button on the ColecoVision controller turns into kind of like a rapid fire. <laughs> and turns into a rapid fire, the face buttons don't work, but it does something to the Commodore and half the keys on the keyboard don't work while it's plugged in. Weird. Yeah, no. that that um a lot of older systems shared common pinouts same. for yeah. the uh, I mean even, the even the Genesis. Right? Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. I love yeah. plugging yeah. an Atari twenty six hundred controller into a Genesis and just being like, well, this is pointless. Was there any <laughs> button recognition at all? Um, 
I, um, I know, yeah, I know you can plug an Atari into a master system, and it, you just had the one button. I, I but, guess you, yeah. if, it, if it does recognize, you would be able to play Sonic the Hedgehog, mm-hmm. so that's something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I used to swap out the controllers all the time on our Commodore. Like, you could, you could yeah. play a lot of... I've never tried Same that. Thing. That's really cool that it would paralyze half the system and have a rapid yeah, fire. So, yeah. That is fantastic. The way it works, I have to unplug it, type in load, quotation, dark quotation, comma, eight, enter. Yes. And then when the game actually started, then I would have to plug in the controller. Because <laughs> our Atari died. That's the whole reason we got the Coleco and the um, adapter. So I didn't have Atari sticks to use in my Commodore, so I used the ColecoVision things. And my dad actually bought a third-party mod for the ColecoVision controllers called Joy-A-Stick, which what? kind of replaced a little ball mm-hmm. with like a three-inch tall little joystick thing, and it made it much more playable. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. It was an upgrade they sold him. I think it was Service Merchandise is where he bought it. Oh, oh, I haven't heard that wow. name in so long. Yeah. I think I bought oh a slingshot God. there wow. when I was a kid. <laughs> wow, you just out-80s me. Good job. <laughs> awesome. Do you still I, have I feel- this stuff? Um, yes, actually. It's sitting in the basement. I don't think oh, I have so cool. any of the original Can you, can you take heads, photos kind of, of it and send it to us? That's amazing. I will do it. Now, which one of you guys are saying this? I couldn't hear. Jeremy. This is Jeremy. Okay. Uh, send it to all good. of us. Just spam us. Photos. I will take a look and uh, see if I still have the Joy A Stick guy. Joy A Stick. That's a cool. That sounds yeah, like a sex toy, but... Yeah, All right. So that's that's my ColecoVision story. Okay, that was oh, interesting. Cool. Did great. you notice that we Facts. didn't drop your call? That's yeah. because that was awesome. I pulled awesome. my hand away. All right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we do have to take the next question. caller now. Thanks one for calling. Question, and I'll take it off the line. Any Did anyone ever come up with evidence that it was Nintendo that programmed a lot of those early arcade ports for the Coleco, or is that still just in No, I think that's just an urban yeah. legend. Yeah, there's no way. I think... Okay. Yeah, I don't know. All right, you're dropped. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't gentle at all. Should I answer it? Hello? Hello? Were, you, were you meaning to call Retronauts? I was. Okay, well, you got through. So he was. good job. He, he good job to all to. of us. Hi, who is this? Hey, guys, this is uh, Kent Tucky Dog. Oh, hey, hey Kent. How's it going? Groovy. IGN, guys. Yeah. He's like a one-up regular. Right. Yeah, it's cool. We're friends. It's yeah. all good. So, hey, what, 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 what brings you calling today? Uh, well, uh, you guys, uh, you kind of covered a lot of the stuff I was going to mention uh, earlier, but I did have this one story about my ColecoVision uh, that my uh, dad got for us. <coughs> we had the, uh, we'd gotten the, uh, we had an Atari, so we got the Atari adapter, of course. Um, but the thing about uh, playing Atari games, the ColecoVision controller was gone awful, of course. Mm-hmm. Except uh, for one game, which was uh, Activision, Activision's Decathlon. Oh, yeah. So, so, so you didn't it break it? Because <laughs> you, you had to jerk the stupid Atari joystick back and forth mm-hmm. in order to get your guy going. But if you took the ColecoVision controller and like held it like a phone, and pushed it face down on your palm... Mm-hmm. And rubbed it really fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's kind of like the pen trick with track and field. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. That's really cool. Wow. That's so exactly Konami was happened. just uh, was just ripping off the ColecoVision when they made track and field. <laughs> That's cool. Anyway, uh, uh, thanks for calling. We're gonna go to the next call now. I love live shows. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole oh, new experience I, for us. It's new for us too. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Hi, welcome to Retronauts. Who's this? Oh, hey. This is Seth Macy calling again. Hey, Seth. Seth Macy, didn't oh. you just call yesterday? You should let you other people so, get through sometime. Yeah, I'm hoping you guys will get so used to the sound of my voice that if I just start showing up and writing for you, you won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's how I did it. No, uh, you, you know that there has to be like a process for getting paid, though, right? 
Oh, no, I'll be like Kramer on that episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Briefcase full of crackers. <laughs> I think we might have some crackers. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, yeah, uh, I have a question regarding the ColecoVision. I believe that's what tonight's Retronauts is about. Um, that's correct. I think when they made the Donkey Kong port for ColecoVision, they had any idea that, that sound, the sound effects from that would be the generic video game sound effect on every television and show and movie for the next maybe 20 years. Oh, interesting. Is it specifically, it specifically the ColecoVision Donkey Kong okay, that yeah, it is. Is that or the Atari it's Pac-Man? The, it's the... <laughs> yeah, right. I hear right. that a lot. Bonk, yeah. bonk, 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 it's bonk. On, I actually have the CD it's on. Um, it's called the Hollywood Edge... Uh, Hollywood Edge sound effects. I, <laughs> when I was in college, I, I spent a lot of time at um, CBS in the mm-hmm. Carsey Warner lot where they were filming like that '70s show, and they had all these sound effects records. And that was the generic. Video and that game. was I I, rec- I burned all of them, and I was like, oh my god, that is the sound effect that is in every yeah. show. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Hollywood sound. Hollywood. Um, Hollywood Edge. I remember in the '90s, you would hear the Sonic the Hedgehog mm-hmm. ring collecting yep. and sounds oh, yeah. a lot. Like there was this X Files episode in an arcade. Uh, and it's that, it's that, <laughs> that one where the guy that shoots electricity or whatever, and all, right. all you can hear, like you know, everybody's playing Tekken or whatever, and all you can hear is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but still really? to this day, like people will be playing a 360 on television, and it, <laughs> yeah. and it will be <laughs> the Donkey Kong. <laughs> I, I love when, uh, yeah, I love when I hear video game sound effects that weren't originally sound effects for video games. They were like you know taken from a, a library and mm-hmm. used in a video game, and then there's a movie or TV show that uses that exact. It came back effect. around. There was something, I think I was watching The Incredibles recently, and there's an elevator, and it goes to the, for, for the elevator oh, sound. Oh, no kidding. And it's exactly the same elevator that uh, Bungie used for the marathon game. Of course. Oh, weird. And every time I hear that, it like, it triggers these memories, and I... Oh, kinda, that's why that was, oh. Yeah, I look around and expect to see like a little alien going, <laughs> or something along those lines. I think my favorite was still the Charlie's Angels scene where the kids are playing Final Fantasy VIII, but they're like going at it with two controllers like it's a fighting game, <laughs> yep. and I think oh, it's making Pac-Man sounds. It was just, yeah. Maybe they were doing Zell's... Yeah, I just got I, I game about both of yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, they were both doing Zell's Limit Break. That's it. <laughs> Everybody looks like they're playing in a Wii commercial when they're in a movie playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're spazzing their tongue. Is Hollywood out. was like, yeah. finally, a video game system that we get. Yeah. Okay, just spaz out. But you I, never see the Wii. I love the kid. I love the kid in Rumble in the Bronx playing the Lynx without a cartridge <laughs> in it at all and upside down. <laughs> in, a, in a wheelchair. Right? In a wheelchair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he's handicapped, so I guess uh, that's how I played. All right. Anyway, I, I don't know if that answered your question, your question, but it amused us, and that's the important thing. Yes. So thanks for calling. Well, I like to be amusing, so. Oh, oh I didn't know. Th- I don't know that you were amusing. We just amused ourselves. So. Oh shit! <laughs> nice try, though. <laughs> you facilitated. Oh, All right. All right. Later. Bye. Take care, guys. Hmm. Well, did he just say dick hair? Yeah, he said. I, sure, I think he, he said, said dick hair. Yeah, that's <laughs> what he said. Hello, is there a person there? Yes, there is. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. Hi, who's hey, this? this is- this is Joey from New Jersey. New right. Jersey. Hey, what's going on there? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Not much, guys. How are y'all? Ah, doing great. We're chilling out, yep. talking about video games. It's cool. We're wearing we're wearing leather from Connecticut. That's yes. from your part of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, um, my question, <laughs> I don't know. That. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you have uh, ob- witty and wry observations to make about the ColecoVision? Not really. I have a question that I hope you guys maybe can answer. Okay, we'll okay. provide the the Ryan Witty observations then. All right. Now I know the Intellivision and Commodore sixty four are featured in collections and like virtual consoles. Mm-hmm. Why isn't ColecoVision like why isn't those ColecoVision collections? 
There was, there was one, a, wasn't there? I think there uh, was always was no. There was always talk of it coming back. And the here's here's always... the thing, right? Like that would be a, a rights disaster because yeah. Sleeco, mm, What true. we were all talking about this whole time is like games that were licensed arcade games from places like Universal and mm-hmm. Nintendo. Nintendo. Universal and also sued them, but I mean, yeah. nobody. <laughs> oh yeah. How would you put this together? You know, it would I be... guess I didn't really play any ColecoVision games that weren't arcade ports. I'm sure there were Pretty some. Yeah. Yeah. There, well, there was an original ones. Machine, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's there was that Smurf game that was yeah. uh, well, Slither. original, but Slither, Slither would have been an original. Yeah, but Smurfs is Smurf licensed. Is licensed. Yeah, it's true. So uh, it, it BC would... Quest for Tires is licensed. Is licensed? Yeah. Man, I can't believe you know that. I love that game. So it, be, it would be Slither yeah. and the Cabbage Patch Kids game. So but I don't, I don't know if the Cabbage Patch Kids are owned by the same company that it's owns not anymore. It's actually I think that's owned by Hasbro now. Yeah, yeah. but, yeah. but ColecoVision oh, uh, Coleco went bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. Coleco, they got split up through Hasbro and Coleco is a very sad outfits. story because for like a year they were riding on top of the world. I mean, the ColecoVision sold really well the first year. It sold like two million units in its yeah. first year, mm-hmm. and, and then they had crazy Cabbage back Patch. Then. That's like yeah. and time. that was at the same time as yeah. Cabbage Patch. But Kids. they only made like a million units for Cabbage Patch the first year, so they overproduced the next year and just took a bath on it. Well, and and the video game. It crashed right? also. Yeah. yeah. And the Atom came out, and that was a miscalculation because there was no market to support it. And so they went from being like this amazingly profitable company to an amazingly disastrous company. I mean, even if one of us like wanted to put out a Coleco collection, wanted to throw a bunch of money at it or something, it would just be almost impossible, I think, yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. It's not like in television where there's a bunch of original games and you could line those up and just be like, oh, let's try right. to get the rights to these. Yeah. C64 had a ton <laughs> of original games, it, yep. it had a share of arcade ports too, but yeah. I mean, all things considered, I, I don't know if there's ever been a a, uh, a game system with a higher proportion of arcade ports than Coleco. Especially because it was so short-lived, right? I mean, it's yeah. not like Atari, which has this like 10-year like life. Two years of viable yeah. life, basically. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. The other thing, is speaking of first-party ColecoVision games, you remember that long pause in the startup screen? That was so the goddamn bl- annoying. The one? Yeah, the, the BIOS? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is where it displayed the Coleco thing, presents mm-hmm. blank and blank, and it yeah. would just sit there for like a quarter of a minute at least. Yep. And that was, I, that I, was think, awful. I think people came up with a hack that you could just. Oh, a lot, of, a lot of third parties did, yeah. yeah. But I, I also heard maybe it, 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 uh, you didn't have as much free memory because you were having to bypass the BIOS that way. Huh. But yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't actually loading the BIOS. That was no, just, it wasn't. It was just it was hard like, to stay there because they were ColecoVision. Look at our rainbow. Okay, go. And I was sucked so in colors. every time. Yeah, so I loved looking at that. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was a much fancier uh, startup screen than we're used to with video games. Mm-hmm. Than the uh, multicolored Atari Twenty Six Hundred version, where it would just cycle through the game in different weird colors. <laughs> Switch. Yeah. Anyway, oh, so cool. I I think that we gave you a good answer, and I'm proud of us. Way to yes, go, thank us! Thank you. All right, thanks for calling. Oh, team. oh my oh, god! I, oh, you I, cut I him get off, such dude. a trigger finger. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I said you each a hundred dollars. And terrible. no one is calling in. Oh, I just. Oh, okay. Thank God. Make sure it's not a ghost. Okay. Hello, non-ghost caller. Thanks for calling. Who are you, and why are you calling Retronauts? Oh, holy crap! I think I actually got in. I yeah no yeah, you didn't uh, sorry this is, this is Domino's joke. Pizza <laughs> this is our answering machine oh, geez, it's a well, it's a yeah, terrible I hoax. Get pepperoni with cheese then. no uh, hey uh, this is Jess Reagan you know uh, oh Jess uh, hey a, hey you wanted me to call in and I have it wasn't really easy to get in so, but I somehow made it yeah Jess but, is also from Michigan there you go right. it's Midwestern but uh, yeah, yes. but uh, let me let me let me briefly I have not been able to escape. Yeah, let me uh, let me briefly introduce Jess. He uh, freelances for us, and also he. You've written uh, homebrew ColecoVision games, right? Oh, cool. No, no. Oh, homebrew, no. Oh, not cool. Twenty six hundred games. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Well, why not, on ColecoVision, why not so. ColecoVision? Because there's no basic on it. Somebody's yeah. working on that. But mm. you see, I, I love designing games. The only problem is I don't love C and I really hate ASM. So basic it is. Yeah. Syntax error. Yep. Oh, hmm. yeah. All right, so... Uh, that's the life, man. But, um, yeah, it was like um, a couple things I wanted to mention. First of all, um, Slither is actually an arcade game. Oh, is it? I guys would be interesting. Okay, thank you okay. for that. So you're not getting any games for your Coleco collection, then? <laughs> your ColecoVision collection is empty. No, I, I think maybe Destructor was actually an original effort, but nobody played it. it. It was a game for the driving controller. You, like, crushed ah, roaches. That was the tank. third one. <laughs> hey, so, so do you know if Coleco had internal development studios? If they didn't make any original games, like, who made their games? Do you have any idea? They just had a high school student uh, I'm not games. sure exactly who, but my understanding is that the development environment was Pascal, which is a high-level language similar to basic. <coughs> I've heard that. I, think, I thought that was a rumor, though. I thought it was all just ASM. I don't know. It was like, my understanding is that it was Pascal. But oh, okay. I've used Pascal. You, know, you can use I it mean, to draw triangles. <laughs> that's, no, that's logos. So the you department that to draw triangles. The Department of Defense was developing ColecoVision games, is what we're saying, with triangles. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, there actually is a logo for um. The heck is that noise? That's um. Anyway, there actually is a logo programming language. I think it's called the Turtle Logo or something. Yeah, that, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. That was when yeah, they were going to teach kids like, how to use computers in the '80s by teaching them how to draw lines. I've definitely used that Turtle Math. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, game. it was like, um, you want me to call about homebrew games, and I don't think the subject has actually come up. It hasn't. But that's weird. That's, um, but one, it was like, there are a couple of guys that are making ColecoVision games. Well, one stopped. His uh, name was Eduardo Mello, mm-hmm. and he created, like, uh, Space Invaders Collection, which is a really good uh, conversion of Space Invaders, and then Pac-Man Collection, which was incredible, because he actually put, you know, three different games on the cartridge. Oh, wow. And, Which versions? Um, was it? Was Plus on there? Um, yes. Uh, oh, Exciting New Pac-Man Plus was actually on the oh, that's uh, really collection. Cool. That's my favorite Pac-Man. Yeah. Hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, you own a Pac-Man yeah, Plus. I have a cocktail. cocktail. It's great. Wow. It's yeah. really difficult. Oh, jeez. That, yeah, that's I've, brutal, I've, because, you know, you, you eat an Energizer in that game, and then every <laughs> monster turns blue but the one that's close. To well, the that, that can happen. It's random. <laughs> it's random. <laughs> Yeah, you've uh, I've I've seen mentioned uh, mention of uh, the various uh, uh, homebrew games that you're talking about, and and they have a really good reputation. I haven't played any myself because they you know like they sold out almost immediately. But um, but yeah, they're supposed to be really really great, like way better than actual stuff that was released commercially for the system. Somebody should sell, send us a bootleg tape of them, and then we'll, get, we'll track <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy's yeah, dad's yeah, that guy. bootleg right. tape player, Perfect. and we'll play yep. him. Uh, send us an MP3. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Ed would really appreciate that. Um, or they could they could do the uh, though, they could do the Bongayo Spirits thing where they send us a wave file and then ooh, we can play it in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're Just awesome. press press that shit on vinyl, man. <laughs> <laughs> LP ROM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like. Sorry. So uh, I'm so is do that. Uh, yeah, should. did you coin that? I like that. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> press that shit on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so is there anything else, Jess? Um, well, you know something, the funny thing is about uh, a lot of Ed's games were actually converted from the MSX computer, and mm. the two systems are actually very similar. I think the yeah. MSX computer has a little more Sharky's RAM. Sharky's mentioning that. They were converted from MSX, though, or to? No, no, from. Yeah. I was like, there's a, um, ER Kung Fu, 
It's mm-hmm. not like the arcade version. It's like this kind of this weird NES spin-off, you know, mm-hmm. where the game isn't anything like the original. But um, yeah, it was like that was a conversion from MSX. Another game called Sky Jaguar, which was similar to Zevius, was another. Um, and I know those are the kind of the weaker ones. It kind of um, showcases some some of the issues of the ColecoVision hardware, like the single-colored sprites mm. and the <coughs> choppy scrolling and such. But you know, it's it's still pretty cool that somebody was actually you know had the love for the system to attempt this sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, ColecoVision isn't a system you hear about a lot unless you happen to, I guess, to run in the ColecoVision. Well, people think of it as an Atari knockoff. Yeah, yeah. But which it really wasn't. But um, but yeah, it it is it is cool to know that you know it does have this kind of small but but uh, vigorous homebrew and development community going for it. It probably helps a lot that it's really kind of common architecture too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all designed from off-the-shelf parts, which is um, a blessing and a curse, you know? It was like, the problem I had, I was actually, my poison was the Atari 5200, and I know, crappy controllers, but that's why Snort. you buy a different one. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the thing is, it was like, it, it has brighter colors than the ColecoVision, whereas the ColecoVision is like, six, just 16 colors it has to choose from, and most of them are really gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I'm not going to click it. has Donkey Kong Brown and Donkey Kong Tan. That's all you need. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not even going to get into that. It's like, I, I was like, someone actually converted um, Atari 400 Donkey Kong to the Atari 5200. It's a much, much better game. Hmm. Hmm. All right, well, I think we're going to move on to the next caller, but I'm glad you were able to make it in, Jess. Thanks for uh, elucidating these things and, and filling us in. Yeah, no problem, man. It's uh, nice talking to you. All right, thanks for calling. Beep beep. <laughs> that actually kind of reminds me. I, uh, I think I can't remember what, what what it was called, but I think I think the sound chip was the same as in, in, as in the master system. I just got a, a a tweet from Daniel Fight that says, "I can hear you and see you." It's all in caps, and now I'm really frightened. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, that's a good confirmation that we're actually <laughs> at least we're live on the internet. Yes. Hi, thanks for calling Retronauts. To whom am I speaking? Oh, hi. This is uh, Ryan from New York. Ryan, hey. what's up? Hey. Oh. The uh, ColecoVision podcast, right? Yep. That's correct. Oh, it's not the Gizmondo podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, no, that's a really no. great idea. I'm looking we'll forward never, to that. Do. Let's, yeah. Oh, we're, we're, I want to come back for the game. So many Gizmondo stories. <laughs> we are some of the few people who have played Gizmondo. We met its creators. It was really awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, anyway, I would love to, I'd love to hear people who actually bought the thing. Uh, it was pretty but, hard uh, to do, actually. IGN has yeah. the full run. We have, we have oh, every man. You guys yeah. got to come back. Can't, well, yeah, I think that's a given. <laughs> Do you have colors? I don't know. Well, I don't yeah. think that was ever I've, actually I've boxed seen, up. I've seen the dusty box. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, well, I never, I never actually like played a ColecoVision, but the Intellivision had um, those cra- those crazy ads about intelligent intelligent televisions, and the Atari was the one people remember. Uh, what exactly do you remember about uh, the ColecoVision? So far, the most notable thing about it is that Chuck Norris Super Kicks was released on it. On in my eyes. <laughs> no. <laughs> the most notable thing was that uh, Coleco totally stole an awesome version of, Atar- of uh, Donkey Kong from... Uh, who did they swipe it from? Universal? <laughs> no. That was proven to be you yes, know, public yes. domain. Uh, no, but I mean that was that was a huge coup for them, and mm-hmm. that was I mean it was like for a lot of people the machine you bought to play Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Well, and the funny thing is, I think they only paid a quarter of a million for the license for that, which is great. I mean, for what the, yeah. I mean, it pretty much made the system for yeah, them. Yamauchi went back and, home and was like, 
I can't believe it. What do yeah. we do? I'm going to kill everyone. And in comparison, I think Atari paid something like 20 million for right. ET. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, seriously. Smart. One of those guys. Uh, we we were talking about a significant Coleco moment uh, in which uh, Atari was about to distribute uh, Nintendo, mm-hmm. the Famicom here, or it wasn't known as the, the NES yeah. yet. Yep. And uh, Coleco was showing off uh, Donkey Kong on the Atom at oh, CES right. in 1982. Yeah. And then mm. uh, Nintendo was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What, what are you guys doing? <laughs> and by the time they cleared it up, I guess uh, uh, the industry late. had crashed. It was too late. Coleco was was not worth it anymore. Yeah. So Nintendo was like, we'll do this by ourselves. And hey, well, they, they were like, we'll do this with another toy company, yeah. World's a Wonder, yeah. which is Coleco in reverse, <laughs> because they had a great a, a great toy run and then passed on a video game system where... Yeah. Are they still around? World of Wonder? Probably no. no, they did, out. They did yeah. Teddy Ruxpin and Laser Tag pretty yeah. much in the same year, and they were like, Nintendo, that's for kids. <laughs> no. And then... Um, we have a talking teddy bear. We own the world. Yeah, yeah, they pretty much thought they did. Which was hilarious when you stuck like your Judas Priest tapes in there. Yep. And your sister had one of those. Did he move his mouth? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then Grubby would kind of do randomly, the but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just open them out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't think I actually knew about Chuck Norris Super Kicks. So that tells you how. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think Chuck Norris knew about Chuck Probably Norris Super Kicks. <laughs> if he found out, he would have gone and kicked someone's ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Super Kicked. Yeah. Super Kicked. Super Kicked. Spell ColecoVision backward. <laughs> all right all right it's friday all night right. in new york <laughs> all right go out and have some fun tonight in the big city yeah. and uh we're gonna take all one right. last call thanks for calling okay. in all right bye <laughs> so, so disappointed. Yeah. i love that i love when someone hangs up and they yeah. sound like they're really sad about something. <laughs> do you know how hard it was to call in <laughs> all right okay okay I guess people are done okay. calling. Yeah. I guess we've lost everyone's attention. Well, I think, yeah. Or that or They're all dead. Yeah. Oh, no, all we right. didn't. Yeah. All, right. Like all right. Hold on to your butts. Ah, <sighs> uh, thank God you're not an imp- inhuman piercing screech. <laughs> are you? <laughs> okay. Right. You say the sweetest on, things. Hi, who is this? Doing well. Hi, this is Tim from Columbus, Ohio. How are you doing this evening? We're great, but deaf. And it's just afternoon yeah. here. So, uh, what what brings you to our podcast this fine afternoon slash evening? Well, I joined in a little late, so I apologize if you've already discussed it, but if you haven't, have you talked about Expansion Module 1 yet? Oh, yes, yeah. actually we have. And oh, we have yeah. a, you know, we have a, a live stream video going right now, so you can watch this on 1UP, and, uh, and then you don't have to wonder if we've discussed something. This is not oh, chiding you, I'm yeah. just, I'm he, giving, he this, is like, this is like a pro tip. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I, I apologize. I have been watching. I just came a little late. Okay. Yeah, that was kind of how we started, actually. One, uh, one side question to that. Did you discuss the, uh, the lawsuit? Oh, yeah. Briefly. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. About the off-the-shelf parts and, mm-hmm. and so oh, on and so okay. forth. Yeah. I, I was curious about that. Well, very good. I apologize for troubling you. And <laughs> One third question. Did you guys talk about leather yet? <laughs> Aw. <laughs> I did hear the uh, Coleco leather company. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can't we can't end this podcast no. on such a flat note. So you have to come up with some really good question. Search deep within your soul and and ask us something probing, but not in a weird way. Hmm. Let's rescue from Gargamel's castle. What were they thinking? Uh, money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Smurfs, <laughs> les Strumpfs were yeah. quite popular back then, and. Uh, Gargamel, not so popular. Rescuing girls yep. from castles, always popular. Yep. 
So it's it's pretty much a formula for success. And that was a that wasn't a How scrolling game. How different was that was one though? from the Atari one? The Atari. I, I only remember the Atari one. So I'm uh, it looked better because one of them you could see Smurfette naked. That's that was the, I think that was the, I think that was Coleco, that was the Coleco it? one. Because on Atari, the there Coleco. wouldn't be enough resolution for yeah. it to matter. I think the Coleco... <laughs> like, the Coleco oh, it, no, it didn't matter. It's, it's a like, blue square that has another blue square poking That's out. what it is. Yeah. It just stuck to the original uh, Smurf storyline where Smurfette was created by Gargamel. Yeah, that is yeah. an evil lure. And, yes. and then, 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 yeah, Papa Smurf That's... makes her into a real Smurf, and then she turns blonde. That's yeah. two That's, that... weeks in a row that this story oh, has been Oh, we mentioned this last time, didn't we? It really? just really weird. Out. Well, everyone's so excited well, for the yeah, movie for the this summer. Movie. Yes. We're really those... digging into Smurfs canon right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it turns out we actually have an advertiser and we're just not going to look at it. No. <laughs> Payo is Payo. Uh, yeah. Pay off by Payo. Wow. Yeah. Payola. <laughs> All right. That's better. Do you like my hat? <laughs> it's made of Smurfs. All right. Uh, uh, thanks for calling, yeah. and we're going to close the phone lines now. So have a fine evening. Did you hang up? He wasn't gonna. I, he wasn't gonna say anything anyway. God. <laughs> You're fired from from call drop. Nobody calls. That's it what all I next get week. for having long arms. I like your itchy trigger finger. <laughs> I know the, the hang up button. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thank you. Oh, thank you for not becoming a policeman or a. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm never gonna interrogate somebody with you in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you I'll tell you everything. I pow. <laughs> Wait, you need you need we weren't gonna cut off the fingers? <laughs> I'm on SWAT six. I don't ask any questions. I just get the SEAL Team Six. I just get the job done. And we're topical. Thank yeah. you, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, you know when Retronauts gets topical, it's over. Yeah. We ran Spot out of retro. We're like a week old now at this point. That's not good. Oh no. Caught up. Anyway, I guess at yeah. some point someone will create a homebrew uh ColecoVision game where you kill Osama bin Laden and then it will all come to And Osama bin Laden will be naked. It. Yeah. <laughs> but only in the Coleco version, yeah. not the 2600 version. <laughs> They've turned Gargamel's castle into that fortress. <laughs> oh, man, I wish we still had Shame Night. You could be playing uh, Fugitive Hunter right now. I, I need to check on eBay to see if sales of that game have shot up. I bet. As soon as people find out, wow, there's a game where you can kill Bin Laden? That's crazy. You that? I gotta go give me one. There must be so many of those games. Isn't Target Terror essentially the Yeah, same, same thing. thing. Yeah, this is more but of a game. game. It had a, ba- a really terrible rap theme first. song. So, wow. yeah. wow. It did have the rap cool. theme. And also, uh, the final battle wasn't just fighting Bin Laden. It was punching him. Yeah, you, you kick him in the so chest. It was, like and it was, yeah, there was a kung fu battle with yeah. Bin Laden. Wrap the cords from his dialysis machine around his neck and choke him. Here's a crumb cake. This wasn't this couldn't have been much of a fight. I mean, the guy's bones are like sticks or something anyway, aren't they? Yeah. I, he's, anyway, he's half that's, dust. that's not appropriate talk. You just don't plug his dialysis machi- machine. It's, it's like the uh, like the last one You can't stop the shark. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll let you go. The sharkster, you mean? Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> I like it. Stuck. <sighs> I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> and that's the real goal of Retronauts, to make each and every one of you kill yourself. Um, so is there anything left, left for us to talk about with ColecoVision? No, I think we got it. Is there anything left for us to talk about with retro game news for the week? Was there a retro game news? Not really. Mega Man X no. came out. That was like oh, yeah. three weeks yeah. ago. <laughs> last, last week's topic was Mega Man X. That was the last time we, time we gave a shit about something. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess that's yeah. about it. Well, yeah. now we need to figure out what to do for next week's topic. I have no idea. But we might have IGN folks in the studio again because we're all fun. one big happy family now. This is the great experiment. Yeah. Yeah. I think it worked pretty well aside games. from the itchy trigger finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I will never, I'll never. Bromley touch doesn't the get to sit near the uh, telephone again <laughs> ever. <laughs> I say we do Gizmondo, man. Come on, <laughs> no, no, Gamecom. <laughs> Even Tiger. Or just like, 
misbegot- misbegotten stupid portable systems. And, and it yeah. could be about the 600 different Tiger handhelds. Oh, God. Yeah. The well, this, f- this, I yeah still you've never s- done a handheld Tiger. Yeah. That would be really fun. Did we? We might have. I don't like, remember. I don't feel like there's that much to talk about with Tiger oh, handhelds. Dude, yeah, dude, dude you can go through the catalog. The Symphony of the Night one. Full yeah. House. There was a Full House Tiger yes, game? Yes, there was a Full House Tiger game. You were shitting me. I'm not shitting you. You had the help. The Bo Jackson one that you flip over one side's basketball. Yep. Oh, right. Yeah, football. I remember that. Yep. I remember the ads for that. God. Yeah. Was it shaped like a Nike swoosh? Uh, it was like two giant tiger toys. Yeah. Wait, so was the movie Basketball about Bo Jackson? No. <laughs> no. Would it have been better if it had been? No. No. It would have been crap no matter how you slice it. Oh, okay. I think was there a Pro Stars Tiger help? Oh god, Pro Stars. Yeah, see, I just brought it Jesus. there. Yeah. Well now we don't have to do a tiger handle. Is that Wayne, Wayne, Wayne Gretzky? Wayne Gretzky, and, Michael and Jordan, Michael and Jordan, Bo Jackson. And Michael Jordan was like a techie or something. Like he had magical Toys yeah, he was something. the smart one. Yeah. Then what the fuck? And then Bo Jackson was limber because yeah. he could do anything. No, no. Bo Jackson was like the stupid tank, which is weird because Bo Jackson is like a fast guy. That yeah. was the whole point. And when, are you guys talking about a retro game? No, we're talking about a retro cartoon. And, and Wayne Gretzky. Gretz- okay. Wayne Gretzky was, was just the white, white guy. Yeah, yeah that was, yeah, that was the, the thing. Yeah, and not just white, Canadian white. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky's all like, "I'm going to use my explosive pucks to defeat the bad guy." Mm-hmm. And Bo's like, "Bo knows explosive pucks." <laughs> and everybody's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Shut the fuck up! Who did their voices? Um, not them, really? but they, but they did, they did live action. Intros. I'm sure it was the same three guys who did the voices yeah. for every cartoon. Bo Jackson and, was Cam yeah. Clark. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah. Was that Using his whiny English voice? Yeah, right. <laughs> Bo knows basketball. Did Michael Jordan sound like Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He sounded exactly like a duck. Or Garfield. <laughs> Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> that Garfield voice was everywhere. Oh God. Yeah. Time to slam the Oh, what was his name again? <laughs> um, he was the doorman, Peter Bankman. Yeah, yeah, that 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 voice actor's name. Oh, I, yeah, I always I forget. About. Yeah. He was the doorman on. Mary it was Michael Rose. something, wasn't it? On no. Rhoda. Um, Marvin. I uh, forget it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody can look this shit up. Oh, I, I don't know. He did voices for the show that was on after Pro Stars. And then, ironically, Bill Murray did the voice of Garfield. So what the fuck? Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that was a strange. Humor. Lorenzo. Lorenzo music. Lorenzo music. That was it. He's Roxy Music's brother. Thanks. All right, that's a great note to end on. We're talking about Roxy music. That's old. Yeah, we're, we're old. We came back. We're around. retronauts. Old yeah. stuff is cool. All right, thanks everyone for joining in. If you're out there, and if you're not, thanks for downloading this from iTunes or wherever the hell you got it. Thanks for letting us in. Yeah, and thanks IGN friends for coming over. Yeah, and, thanks. And showing the new form of solidarity and for not uh, doing anything too terrible. This was yes. the first podcast I ever listened to. This no one shit. podcast that we're on right retronauts now. Retronauts was oh, the okay, first podcast I ever listened to. Oh, man. And you didn't I'm stop so listening to podcast afterward. That's I, I listened to every episode, except for the Mega Man X live episode. Last <laughs> I listened to it while I run. I, to go I haven't though. gone running Even this Even the ones week, I edited while bad. drunk? I, I'm so sorry. So never, yeah, I'm very excited. Well, yeah. I'd ask for a job, but I guess I've not been talking now. about it for, ever <laughs> yeah. since we, we heard about this this thing. Yeah, you and I talk about this podcast. Yeah. All right, well, now you're on it. Yes. I know. Exciting. Yeah, it was exciting. Yeah. In the but room. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you were able to make it. And uh, we will be back next week with a topic. Who knows what? So until then, um, play old games because they're awesome.